Welcome to the School of Laughs podcast, brought to you by SchoolofLaughs.com. Whether you're an aspiring comedian, a part-time pro, or a speaker who wants to become funnier, this is the podcast for you. We'll break down tools, tips, and techniques to help you get bigger, better, and more bookable. And now, here's the show. Welcome back to the School of Laughs podcast. Rick Roberts here today. We've got a guest in the studio. We've got Nate Bergazzi. Yeah. I know you guys, quite a few of you know who he is. Those that don't, will here in just a few minutes. Uh, be a lot of fun. Also, I always like to start off with an iTunes review, and this comes in from Ron Havens back on November 4th. Ron says, I'm always interested in comedy and how the business of being funny works. In this podcast, Rick takes the listener by the hand and leads him through the entire world of comedy from beginner to headliner. He makes it clear comedy takes hard work and dedication I would like to hear some episodes if you guys don't mind featuring other types of comics than just straight stand up I'm talking like ventriloquist prop comics and comedy magicians etc thanks Rick and Gavin for giving the insight and education and helping us realize that a career in comedy is no joke (laughs) Ron dead on man thanks for giving that in and we will try to get uh, some other performers in here I really haven't thought about that but uh, the guy we have in here today is the son of a magician yeah I was oh, like really? I can oh. get you I can get you another performer you know what I would <laughs> yeah. love to talk to your dad yeah no he would do it uh, I've got That's Nate awesome. Bargatze in the studio along with Gavin today yes uh, Nate has done quite a bit uh, I was just kind of looking at online just to see if I'd miss anything but you, you've done quite a bit everything from the CMT's comedy stages which yeah. is shot right here was first, that the first TV first credit? first TV like 2007 I think yeah and I was yeah. curious how did, that, how did that come about were you uh, that was through uh, there's another guy a uh, guy Pete Holmes mm-hmm. uh, a comedian like and uh, we were just moved. Uh, was just, we were in Chicago, then moved to New York, and we were in New York. And then I think uh, Pete got reached out about it, and then Pete gave my name to said, "Oh, you should reach out to this guy. He's from the South." And the guy hit me up uh, on MySpace. Oh my god! <laughs> and uh, sent me a message on MySpace and asked nice. if I wanted to do it. And uh, all right, you know, if, if wanted me to send him a tape and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And uh, so I sent him something and then uh, waited a little bit. Then finally, I think I was like on the fence of what I was going to get on for the first season or the second season. And uh, then I was like one of the last ones to make it. And when I did that, it was like John Reap, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, like Mike Armstrong, like a lot of like. Yeah, I know Tom Mabe yeah, was on one Tom of Mabe them. Was, yeah, I think he was on mine. Yeah. Uh, or he, was, he, taped, uh, with, he taped with me. I don't know if mm-hmm. he was on my episode. And uh, but they all they all thought I worked for CMT <laughs> because I mean I was pretty I was like just I mean I was house comedian <laughs> yeah just like not even comedian they oh. thought I literally worked for CMT oh, no. because no one knew me I was right. like uh, I started in 2003 so that was this so was like four years <laughs> in and uh, and then so they just assumed like I was That's just so like. Some dude backstage because I was out. just sitting like in the corner, like not really talking. Hey, where's the bathrooms? You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I guess they're down there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and they all just assumed I. Uh, yeah, they were pretty surprised when I walked on stage. <laughs> not really, but just the fact that like, why is he going on stage? Right. Why is the guy that works here going yeah. on stage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that. too funny. That's great. And so I was just four years into it, and uh, yeah. now I know you lived in Chicago before moving to New York, right? Yeah. Yeah. So is that where you... That's you where I started. You started I moved, there. Yeah, I was working just a regular job in here from Nashville. Old Hickory. Right around here, actually. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, And then... Uh, but then uh, I... Uh, buddy wanted to go to do Second City. And so I went... I was just like, you know, I was 22 when he said he wanted to go. And then I was like, all right, I'll go. And then we saved up some money and moved when I was 23. I never did anything comedy-wise in Nashville before. I was like pretty, you know, it's just, it's the beginning, so you're so nervous. Mm-hmm. Did you and, go to some uh, shows around here? Or was it on your yeah, radar? Yeah, I think I went and watched uh, a couple of mics. Keith Alberstadt, mm-hmm. uh, he worked at, my mom worked at Vanderbilt, and Keith went to Vandy and worked there. So Keith was the first comic I ever made, like stand-up. And uh, so I just remember going to watch him and then watching like an open mic. I had a buddy from high school that started doing open mics. I don't know. I don't know why I never did it here. I think I was like just so nervous and like confused. And, mm-hmm. and I went to Chicago and actually took a class and uh, then, you know, which was helpful. Like, and then just to get in it and like just learn what to do because you just don't know what to do. You don't like. You That's know. why I took it. That's why I took yeah. Rick's class because I yeah. was like, I feel like there's like a step that I need to take, but I don't know what that step is. You know, you yeah. don't even know what direction. And you is. need to be around people that are starting with that are starting to that are just as nervous as you are. Yeah. Instead of, and I think at open mics, I think comics are pretty, I mean, comics would love to talk comedy, mm-hmm. so they're easy to talk to, but it's still nerve wracking to go talk to, 
you know, you could look at a guy who's doing six months and he might be Eddie Murphy to you. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, you don't know. So, 100%. <laughs> uh, it's nice to go in and sit next to people that are, like, doing it for the first time. I yeah. think that's the – I think, you know, because there's sometimes debates on comedy classes, but I am for them because I think that it's just you need the – you just need someone to do like, – here's what you're supposed to do. Right. This is what you're – here's other people – Here's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. No. And then you're like, at least have some kind of like reference to be like, okay. Yeah. Because it's not a regular job. You know, <laughs> right. it's not. Well, obviously. the learning curve without it, you know, I didn't have a, a class when I started. And it, it took me at least seven or eight years before I even had a clue what I was doing. Yeah. And and it wasn't until I moved here when uh, Brian, who runs the club, said, can you can you do a class? Because these open micros are showing yeah. up and they don't have a clue. And I was like, I don't know if I could tell him. And, it, and he just said, look at your jokes and figure out why they're funny and then teach that. And that was really the first time anybody ever told me to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I went through every joke that worked and realized, oh, yeah, there's like a technique there. Yeah. And there's a thing that I'm doing on purpose. Right. And then the jokes that were 50-50 or didn't work, I realized that they didn't have any technique and it was all either sarcastic or yeah. it was implied comedy instead right. of actual structure to it. And like that first year before I started teaching the class, like I kind of retooled my sh- whole show and – that's kind of when I bumped from featuring to headlining because I knew what I was doing finally. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Had, had he not asked me to do it, I don't know if I'd even have a clue. You just still yeah, keep going. So yeah, having that, um, I, I like that aspect you mentioned of having some other people that are brand new to it. They're not afraid of asking the same questions and you wouldn't be afraid of asking questions in front of no, a group yeah. like that. I yeah. always think you need to have someone, uh, you need to have, you need to be talking to someone right above you, like starting wise, and even talk to someone that's right below you. So you can ask questions, but you can also be telling someone that can reinforce what you need to know anyway. So it's always good to, like, just kind of be surrounded. You know, you, sometimes it's hard. You can't go too far because it's hard, like, if you're going to go talk to, you know, like, like Seinfeld, like, well, how do I start? Con-? Like, he doesn't right, know. Like, right, it's, it's right, been 50 yeah. years. But it's like, you know, you go to some guy that's, like, a year ahead of you, and then that's the guy you should talk to because yeah. that guy just went through steps that you're about to be going through. Yeah, it's and fresh then, to him. and Yeah, and then you have someone below you that yeah. you can tell and talk about more, you know. Yeah. How many people were in the class that you took? Uh, Like, uh, I don't even remember exactly, like seven. I, I, there's one guy I still know. I think it was like seven or something. Uh-huh. We were, It was in the Chicago Tribune. They did an article about it. Oh, sweet. So you got pressed like, right out of the gate? I got pressed yeah. right out of the gate. Doing well. Yeah. Doing well. Yeah, that helped like when you Look tell at this your case. I'm already in the yeah. Chicago yeah. Tribune. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The credit, you might have read about this guy in the Chicago <laughs> Tribune. Yeah. Uh, they there's uh, one guy I still talk to. He doesn't do it anymore. Uh-huh. But uh, me, I still like and talk with him. And the other ones, I saw. You know who uh, I saw was uh, John Roy, is a comic mm-hmm. out of Chicago. Yeah. He won Star Search, beat Tim Northern, which was a Nashville uh-huh. guy. So like I saw John Roy just won Star yeah. Search. So that was like I remember seeing him, and like. Uh, like that was that was going like he came in and like talked to us and like did a set and uh but like there's some John Roy will always like in my head is like something it's like extra special like uh-huh. not that he isn't but you know what I mean like you just look at people like since I saw him at the beginning like he will always be like yeah yeah just slightly above me totally <laughs> well, that's like, cool. yeah that's you know, cool. in a yeah. weird way like you just see guys when you because when you first see them they're just like you remember being so blown away by that person. Like magical, yeah. Yeah, and so then that person always is, you know. And that's cool. He, he came in and did a set and kind of broke some stuff down for you, too, as part of the class. Yeah, it was awesome. And, you know, and he just was on Star Search, you know, and, like, uh, and won it. Yeah. And, yeah, so it was, yeah, it was, it was real special. And, like, uh, it was neat to get to see it, and you're just kind of, like, I don't know, you're just in awe yeah. in all of it. And it was, you know, I, you know, it was fun to see some, you know, and especially then to see some guy on TV didn't see him in person, you know. Oh, yeah. So it's like you can see that that is a thing. That it's a real thing. Real yeah, thing. Yeah. It's a thing that can happen. This guy was in Chicago. Now he's on this. Yeah. So there's paths. <laughs> it's weird. Know? When I was in Columbus, where I started up there, and, you know, the first night I did comedy, there was like 25 or 26 comics on this big Sunday night thing. And some of those guys had TV credits already. Yeah. And, you know, I saw them doing like this really dive bar. Yeah. Sunday night, you know, and, yeah. then, and then like two days later, I see him on evening at the Improv. I'm like, wait a second, yeah, I need to talk to that guy. Yeah, he, yeah. he figured yeah. this out already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it is it does put it in perspective that it's not unattainable. Yeah, and, and that, I, I'm a big like you have to like you know, that was like a big like in Chicago. Not that's why I, I went to Chicago and New York, uh, but that I learned like New York was like good is like because you saw paths. You need to like see paths. You need to see that 
this thing can't happen. Mm-hmm. It's not like that person's like... You mean see the ladder? Are like, you, you, you see everything. You see, like, I remember, like, not to be jumping ahead, but, like, when I was in New York was, like, Aziz Ansari was, like, doing uh, open mics. Okay. So it's, like, to see that. Like, he jumped pretty quickly. Sure, yeah. But, like, at least you see that. Right. And then uh, Amy Schumer I was started with. Like, Amy, like, to see... Amy's an A-list celebrity now. Like, mm-hmm. so it's, like, to see just being doing dumb bar <laughs> shows with Amy and then now Amy's like on People Magazine right and, you know Bill Burr is a, like to see his path and like yeah. so you see these different levels of like where you're seeing the, the steps that the guys are making in that you know they're just dudes yeah. that just moved to New York or guys or girls or whatever and they're and I think the important thing there is they're, they're doing the open mics that are dives or whatever but they're not you know the thing I hate is when new comics especially go we're the good open mics in town I'm like yeah. until you're good all the open mics are <laughs> yeah, good yeah, yeah, anytime yeah, you yeah. get on stage yeah. it's good yeah. you're not yeah. too good for any of these open mics <laughs> yeah. I don't care what time it starts or how many yeah. people or how many people got shot yeah. in the parking lot yeah. you go do them the and bad ones are what make you good yeah that's like and that's the thing New York was like when everybody's like, oh, it's New York, it's the greatest thing in the world, it's like, no, it's most shows are the worst shows I've ever been part of in my life. <laughs> I performed for one guy once, you know, and then another time you performed for four or six yeah. people talking. Every, no one speaks English. Like Those are the ones that make you <laughs> good, not in a walk in a room. Where it's hot. Yeah, where hot it's hot. I mean, that's why, you know, your first time you ever go on stage, sometimes it can be like uh, where you invite your friends, like mine was, and everybody does great. You're like, but that's why, like, that's not, it's not really realistic. It's right. like your friends are there and they're being supportive. It's good. It should start like that because it gets you excited. Yeah. But then, like, if everything was like that, you would never get better because you right. would never have to be like, why did that joke not work? Yeah, I find <laughs> the really tight crowds uh, bring you right back to where you need to edit. Yeah. Because you can't yeah. be wordy in yeah. a situation where they're waiting impatiently for the next laugh. Whereas yeah. if you've got the nice crowd that loves you, I, you could take all the time in the world yeah. if you yeah. need to. Oh, you can go long. Yeah, that's when you start. Going, I see how long I can yeah. talk about this. Yeah, but but yeah, and but those are good shows for that because yeah. you can take a premise and really run with it. Yeah, and add a bunch of tags, and and some of those you can keep. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of need both for yeah. sure. Yeah, but don't uh, don't not do the ones that are tough. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Rocky, man. You gotta get yeah. punched in the face so you know how hard it hurts. Yeah, and that's how you get yeah. the other guy. So yeah, so you don't feel, so it doesn't feel weird. Like you know, you can stand in front of an audience and like I'll sometimes make a joke and say because I'll start. I start slow, like I, I mean, I already talk slow, so like I start slow, but it'll be like real quiet, and like everybody's just looking at you, and I like I'll sometimes just say, but it is like it's a weird job to be like that. I can like this is a skill I have <laughs> to be in front of a hundred people, and everybody just stay, and I'm like okay with it. Yeah, yeah right. Like it's, yeah. it's a weird thing that you just have to like learn <laughs> that you're like I shouldn't be. This yeah. should be terrifying. You can't think about it too much, or you start to get like weird yeah. yourself out. You're yeah, like yeah, I yeah. should just let's all go home. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, there, there's weird nights where you go out there and you're like, why are you guys here? I don't even want to be here tonight. Oh, Let, let's all just go do something else. <laughs> <Yeah>. You overthink <laughs> it. Want to go, go get on. dinner? <laughs> yeah, what is com- I'm sorry. You're like, what is comedy? How am I? How, I'm not good at this. <laughs> yeah. And then you just, I assume every show is going to go bad right before I go on. I sandbag it too. My, yeah, yeah, I go, this I, is going to be brutal. <laughs> and then I, that's how I start. It's funny, like, I'll, I'll sandbag some, and then other times I go the opposite and do the Tony Robbins pump yourself up thing, like, yeah. where I know that I have no chance unless I go out there at full power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I can't sandbag those. I got to yeah, come out yeah. there like, ah, oh, so you guys are my people. And I'll do some things where if, if they're not hitting right off the gate, I just tell myself it's the best crowd I've ever had. Yeah. And then I bring them to that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. as soon as you hate them, then it's, you yeah. can't please somebody you hate. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's a lot. It's so mental. It's very uh, mental. And you can throw that on top of tried and true material and, and totally screw it you up. You can think about different jokes. Like I think I always, one thing I've always loved about comedy is that uh, like in your brain, you're not thinking and you're not always thinking about the joke that you're telling. You're thinking about the jokes after. And I've just recently started to now I'm really trying to think about the joke I'm telling because I think I was that's what made me get into just like when I'm phoning it in mm-hmm. like and I was and I started messing up jokes because I would be too far gone or I mean I would be thinking about whatever you know yeah, like anything else just yeah. what are you going to do later <laughs> or like and I just remember and you'd be like no you gotta think and I'm trying to get better at like now like really staying focused in the joke and being like what are you talking about even if it's an old joke mm-hmm. just to be like I need to know I need to picture it I need to know I need to tell it like that and then that's how it's helped me I think stretch on stuff you know, because you're at least in it in instead of like, yeah. Yeah, if you can see the place you're talking about or yeah. see the person you're talking They can see the place that you're yeah. talking about, you know, instead of just like, you know, blah, 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 like rambling on, just being like, whatever. Like yeah. I've told this joke a thousand times. I know where you're going to laugh. <laughs> and when you find yourself in that cadence, you're, autom- you know, 
There, there'll be a time in every show where you find yourself in that rhythm, like I need to snap this right now because yeah. it's not sounding real to anybody. Yeah, and they can, t- you know, and then it's like, like it's like that's like a moment if it's like you've done like done shows where it's like it's almost like the audience just needs you to say something to them, like almost to like, be like hey, this them. is real. Yeah, you know, we're yet. all in a room together. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> and then sometimes you won't do it, and I've not done it before. And it's been 30 minutes later, then you finally do it, then the crowd's great. You're like, I could have done that yeah. a minute in, yeah. and this would have been an amazing show. <laughs> I know. And instead, I waited to the very <laughs> end, and now the last five minutes is fun, uh, and yeah. the rest was just like, and all you needed to do was be like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. We're here. Right. You know, like, or something. That's funny. No, it's true. Like, they're so focused on getting the first few jokes out and getting that first laugh, really. Yeah. So you relax. I mean, that's the way I am. If I, if I get that first laugh early, then I'm, I'm good for the rest of the show. But if, until I do, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm trying to establish the rhythm of the room and all that stuff. Mm. But, yeah, sometimes you just got to, especially if there's a weird thing in the room or something just weird happened before you. Yeah. I used to try to pretend it never happened. Yeah. But you can't make everybody forget. You, you know. <laughs> if it's crazy enough, you have to. You know, if someone bombs, like, I, you know, it's like, and you don't want to, I've never been a huge fan of, like, where someone comes up and you'd make fun of the, I mean, obviously you don't want to make fun of the person. But if someone bombs hard enough, you can go up and it's, you almost look at the comic like, well, this is your fault. I have to say something. Right. Now. Yeah. Because you <laughs> You did. made me do this. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, and for the comics, like, you know, if a comic's a real comic, everybody understands, like, you know, you're like, I'm not trying to make fun of you, but you right. should have done better than that. Yeah, yeah. You know, but then that's the same, sometimes everybody, you know, that's the same mentality of, like, you know, we're talking about, like, playing down, but, like, that mentality of uh, where you, if a crowd's bad, you, like, you always, you think you can go get them. Right. You know, like, you know, like, you're like, well, I'll get them. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's a like, weird way. Yeah. I'm not going to say I'm going to go. I want to tell some of that, wink. but in my head, I'm like, I got it. I got it. You just don't know what you're doing. There was a wink. It was like a, a very confident. That, that was great. And then after like the third comic that does that, then he comes off and like, no, this crowd's just bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this ain't happening for nobody. This ain't happening for nobody. That's then great. you pick whether I do greatest hits and try to win them over or yeah. just do all new material. And, you know, if anything works with this crowd, then I know yeah. I've got something. Then, yeah, yeah. You know, find out what you can take away from the. That's from cool. The, <laughs> that's when you get in your cadence. Yeah, that's <laughs> when you, you get, did. Uh, pick yeah. up the pace and ride that horse right on out. <laughs> you're not even looking at them, you're just looking up. <laughs> Now, when you were doing it in Chicago, uh, so you, I guess your class probably had a graduation show, it sounds like, that kind of deal. Yeah, I did like uh, three, I think a three, like eight-week classes. And then uh, I would only, we'd go once a week, and then uh, we would do a graduation show. I mean, I remember, like, I did not want to go. I, I used to think, like, I would want the building to burn down. Right. So I could be like, I tried to go, <laughs> but the building burned down, so I couldn't go. Like, just so I could have an excuse. All right. Oh, and, uh so I just, you know, I just, I mean, I mean, it was like, I hated it. And I wasn't going to open mics during this time. I was just doing that class. Mm-hmm. And then we would do a, you know, I think I have my three. I have them on VHS. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's unreal. It's like, <laughs> We've got the tape right now. Yeah. yeah. God, would, would, hold on yeah, just a second. Yeah. <laughs> I would jump out the window <laughs> and throw up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I would, I did the, did the, and then we did a graduation show and I like waited tables at a place. So like all those guys came and stuff and it was great, you know, and then I got, and then I went into open mics and started like figuring out. Yeah. Did you, know, you have a couple scene. buddies from the class for a short time that kind of did some yeah, open mics they would with go you? with me and then you would, you know, then you could, then you slowly start meeting other comics. It really is like, you can, you know, some comics, I mean, they're like anything. Some people can be the worst. But, like, generally comics love talking about it. And a comic would love to tell you what to do. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's, you can always remember that if you go, you can talk to any comic if you're asking them how, you know, unless, and like, like I said earlier, unless it's, like, a way, like, right. David Tell. Like, yeah. he's not going to sit with you for what, because it's been too long. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, if you're a year, a comic's been doing a year, if you go make that guy feel like that, because that guy would be in your own eyes, mm-hmm. you would think that guy's the best. That guy will tell you what to do. And he would love to talk about it. There's no comic that would, right. you know, like uh, yeah, once it's in your blood, it's like you love it, and you want to you want to just keep talking about it. And you would love to tell someone how here's what I think you should do, right. you know. <laughs> so it's like you can just go, you know, it's easy to get involved and start asking people questions and being like, you know, and just sit and watch them and like, you know, watch a lot of guys. And I think that's a big. Like, people, like, I think some comics, that's a big thing. Like, you know, some young guys, they don't watch people like they should. And I think that's an important, like, you should. What do you mean, like? Like, watch the, just watch someone. Like, watch, I think even bad comics or a good mm-hmm. comic. I remember seeing, like, a comic that was not good. Like, or he was, he, but I remember him bombing. And, like, I remember it sounded like he was bombing. And then, 
when he came off stage, I almost like this was I was in New York this time. So I was probably like three years in or something. But I almost like said I was like ah man, you know, there uh-huh. everybody bombed. But then he came off and told me he was like oh that was great, and I was like what like. And then I just realized, I was like, you know what? I don't know if he's ever done good. That he, I don't know if he's ever heard what it sounds oh. like to, like, mm-hmm. destroy. Right. So to him, that was nothing good. that was good. So, like, at that, that moment, I learned, like, I always have to, like, try to have, like, some kind of standard in my head. Okay. That I remember, like, I'm trying to always get back to. Gotcha. Like, so you're always trying to get back to, like, um, you think about, like, a night you've murdered and, like, the crowds went crazy. And then you're always trying to get back to that. To that thing, like, yeah. And that makes you work instead of, like, where that guy just <laughs> ate it. Right. And, like, that's fine. And he's fine with that. Yeah. And he's like, he's never going to get better. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah. that's how they're all going to sound. Oh. If you just try, you know, if right. you don't, if you're not trying to fix something and then you just get used to that. Have you ever seen somebody or worked with somebody and it looked like their set was wrong? Like it was just looked like they were bombing. And then like, I guess what I'm saying is, have you worked with Bob Zaney? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Because the first time I worked, the first night I worked with him, it was like a, a funny bone in Evansville, I think, or when it, wherever it was. But the first night I'm like, he seemed like he had a hard time, but he's yeah. like a recovery artist where the, yeah. the first joke isn't funny and then all the lines that follow it up are. Yeah. Right. And so I almost said to him after that yeah. show, I'm like, man, I, you know, rough crowd. Yeah. Huh? And the next night he did the exact same thing, and then the third night I'm like, oh, that's yeah. what he does. And you know, Jimmy Pardo's a little bit like that. Yeah. Like he'll try to lose the audience and win him back. Yeah. Did hey, did you ever encounter that early on, like wondering what that dude was doing, then realize later that's exactly what he's meant what to do? That's what he meant to do. Because uh, there's not too many of those recovery artist type comics. Yeah, yeah. No, like, I, yeah, I'm trying to think like, exactly. Like, I've seen it, like, where, you know, uh, where someone does that. You know, did we, did you do a show with, uh, did you ever do that sh- that bar in Nashville? Like, uh, on Nolensville Road and Cummins Station. There's ones on Nolensville Road. Yeah. Um, uh, Over by the Walmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot the name of that place. I forget. I may have it tried to block a, it out of my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I Spanky's? can't. I can't. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, Spanky. No, Spanky's is new. There was another one. Okay, that was like a Nolan's Road. Four. I can, four. Yeah. There's, I'm trying to think. There was there. someone like I, try, I can't even remember who it is. For some oh, reason, there's probably been thinking it was you, but then I was like, I don't know if it was you. This was like 2000, like four. It could have been. Uh, I don't. Uh, but went down. Yeah. Anyway, so I remember going to Cummins Stations with open mic, and I remember watching. This is like something I learned. Like, and uh, I forget someone went on, and whether it's you, I don't know. But it was an open mic, so the person bombed. They were just doing new stuff, uh, and I don't think I realized. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I realized like someone trying new stuff like that. I don't uh, know if oh, I right. thought of that oh. yet. So I'm just thinking they bombed hard, and then so we do. Then we go to Nolan's Road to do a show. And then uh, I, my buddies came, and I remember that guy was about to go up. Either you or not you, but like, I can't remember. <laughs> Something that looked like you. We'll see how the, re- yeah, we'll how the story the goes, goes before yeah. I claim yeah. it. <laughs> well, then uh, I remember, like, and it was like a real show. It was an open mic now. And I remember telling my buddies, like, this guy's like, it's rough, but just I'm going yeah. on. After, it's like, it'll be better after. And I remember telling my buddies that. And I was following him. And he goes up murders dude like the hardest <laughs> I've ever seen someone murder in my life like they just my friends are like loving it like everybody's going crazy and then I went up after it and just bombed oh, the hardest no. you could possibly bomb <laughs> and it was almost just like learning like where it's like you saw, you saw like a professional like yeah. you know that you're like oh like it's like oh of course they were just they were really tr- like an open mic they were that's in what the it's gym, for and now they're, they're in the gym and now, yeah. Yeah. yeah and then it was just like a, I mean I, I remember <laughs> I bombed so hard and then oh, yeah. my friends were like, <laughs> you know, they like their fans of the other guy. Like, <laughs> I couldn't. I don't Do know. You know maybe start thinking yeah, it was you, like, but it might have been someone else. Oh God! You know what? It might have been someone else. It may have been. Yeah. Uh, I, I I don't remember every He's show. A skinny anymore, white guy. But I That's but I do remember going to yeah. some of these open mics. Um, uh, with literally a list of like 32 new jokes yeah. and, and just stand up there and going, okay, let's see what works. You know, just yeah. rattle them off and then take whatever did work. Beating. And, and yeah, and whatever did. And be, yeah, I'm, I'm still not good at like, I still have a problem where I want to, tr- or not, you know, uh, advice I got uh, from, and I'm not trying to sound like I'm named Joe. Like I've already named all those names. <laughs> I didn't mean to do these. Some of these people I started with. So. Well, I like how you unnamed some people. Like yeah. that last story. So we, yeah, yeah. So anybody could be yeah. that. So person. anybody could be. <laughs> but like you said, they're people. You know, they're now, people. You know? And I started yeah. with them. Like they yeah. were. You know, we just all moved to New York and we're together. Uh, but this person, uh, but Marin, uh, Mark Marin, 
Okay, but I remember him telling me uh, that it's like you have to uh, like learn how to bomb. And I think this is like this maybe isn't advice for like when you're first starting mm-hmm. as much as it is it's for like later. But uh, it's like, and it is like we have to be comfortable in silence. Where I got to a point where I was, I never wanted it to be quiet. So like I could maybe try one joke, and if it didn't work, then I would go right back into something that did work. And like, are you never, you know, because it was like I never, I was like scared to have like too long of silence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just now, like headlining and doing like an hour is like made it where now I can like, I don't know, I can like do it better now. Like now it's like I'm just starting to learn how to like fold it in yeah at least like really try something new and like because it's like you see what you get out of it you know instead of like i used to always just think you'd have to like top to bottom you have to like boom 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 all like smart and it's like it's not always like that sometimes you have to like be trying something or you know it's tough it's tough when you're going through the clubs yeah because every night you want to kill yeah or at least show that you deserve to be there so you get booked back and so even on tuesday night you know at the improv and wherever you want to do good that even though it's a Tuesday, it's your first night there at a new yeah, club, right. so you got to rock it. And then yeah. Wednesday, different manager, well, I got to rock yeah. it in front of them. Yeah. Yeah. Then Thursday, I got to prove to the first guy I'm still good. Yeah. And then the weekend, I can't take any shows off. Yeah. And then Sunday, I'm getting ready to ask the guy to book me again. I can't eat it that night. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. th- it's really a mindset. I mean, I had that same thing too, yeah. especially in the comedy clubs, because you always wanted to advance and move yeah. up. And so if you had any off night, you know, you felt like your entire system was going down. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like you're always auditioning. Yeah. So. Huh. Like, I had a tough time in clubs doing that. That's why I would hit the open mic with, like, everything I've thought of yeah. that's new and then take whatever worked and put it in the show yeah. gradually. Yeah. Uh, if I could go back, though, one thing I would tell, you know, anybody in the feature spot is use that time to try out a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Because when you get bumped up to headliner, you're going to need the extra time, and it yeah. needs to be solid because you're yeah. following a guy who's trying to rock the room. Yeah. Yeah, and that's got the best spot. Mm-hmm. You know, featuring is the best <laughs> It's the best thing to it's, do. It's, yeah, yeah. It's it almost should almost you should headline and then you should go back to featuring. Feature. Feature yeah. should be your reward. Yeah, <laughs> you should it's feature like, maybe open and, yeah. and feature, and then just leave and then just yeah. be, then be done. Out. Yeah, yeah. You it's sell the tickets with your name. Yeah, yeah. Do the time up front and just let some new guy wrap it up. <laughs> Headlining is like it's. Uh, I've I've been talking to some friends that are because we're, we're all. You know, I've been headlining now for a couple years, like where it's like hard, you know, like where it's like really on the road headlining. And, uh, you know, we were talking about it like, because it is, it's a different thing. It's like completely different thing. I was so, I was like a, I was a, I got to be like, it was like, I was a good like 10 minute comic. Because I was in New York where you're doing 10 minute sets or 12, 15 minute sets. So it's like you could do all these short sets, you know, I could put late night sets together very easy. Like, and it, that, it was something very good to learn because I learned how to get tight. Mm-hmm. And uh, but then when you go on the road, you got to learn how to like be untight. Because if you if you're too tight, it's it, you can like att- you can feel a crowd be like they're just done. Like I would be, you know, you I'd be at thirty. They're done. They're over the whole thing. Like I'd yeah. be. I remember being <laughs> twenty five minutes in, right. and you could just feel the crowd being like, all right, like we. What else you got? I we get, get it. it. I yeah. get it, dude. I yeah. get like what your thing is. <laughs> just and so you had to like learn. Like I don't know. It's like you have to learn how to like. I don't even know if I can describe it, but it's like you have to learn how to do something to like. Where almost like with an hour goes by quick yeah. instead of like mm-hmm. you feel like when you look at your watch and it's like you've been up there 15 minutes. You're like, are you kidding me? Dude, like I'm already like <laughs> right. almost done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've had those nights before. Yeah. What's, if, what's nice when you look at your watch and like, oh, I got to wrap up and I haven't got to know. Oh, and you're, then you get to select. You're like thinking like, oh, yeah. what can I go to now? Like now I'll just go to like what I want to go to Do or I something. Do I get the steak bit, the lobster <laughs> yeah. bit? I'm yeah. going to wrap up with the, the main course here. Yeah, yeah. And I can yeah. save the next main course for the next time I come through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is a weird thing. Now, now that you're headlining the clubs and stuff, um, have you felt – I mean, I know sometimes you take guys you know yeah. to work with you. We, yeah. You know, Brian, he's a great... I, yeah. Brian Bates. Yeah. Um, do you have a couple favorites in different parts of the country? Uh, I got, you know, some buddies, a lot of... Some New York guys that I take, uh, another buddy of mine, Dan Shackey. Uh, and they're both clean, which is good, because I'm... Like, me being clean. But I got a buddy, Lewis, that's not clean. Uh, that I'll take him some, but I try to tell him. He'll yell at it. Like, I, I told him, <laughs> it, like, uh, he's, like, one of my close friends, like... And uh, and I have jokes about him. And then uh, he, but I like we were at Go Bananas. I took him, and I would, you know, and he knows. I'm like, just be like, I know, I know he, he's an animal, but I was like, <laughs> just be somewhat, you know. 
And uh, first show, first show Thursday, I think he was like relatively clean. He was like, all right, that's good. And then we were like selling my CDs, and then he's like cussing at them as they're walking out. And I'm like, dude, these are the same people I just told you not to. What is, like, you think you can just yell at them like now? Right. Like, I just said, don't. Like, it means for the whole night. Yeah, the whole the everything. Night. Yeah. Uh, Go get in your car. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like you try to somewhat. And here's what I like, I think with like featuring, like, Look, I don't care if you're dirty. I'm not worried about following you if you're dirty. I, it's fine. I follow, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, I mean, I followed, you followed everything. But uh, just no one wants, like, you know, at least, and then if you are dirty, it's like, gee, but just be real funny. Like, especially because it's like, that's the thing. I think there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of comics that want to sound like Duck Stanhope. And, mm-hmm. but you're a year into comedy. You don't know how to sound like <laughs> Duck Stanhope. So you're just yelling at the audience and blaming them and, like, calling them everything and, you know, and it's like, and you know what? Uh, Anthony Jeselnik doesn't want to follow a dirty comic. Louis C.K. doesn't. No one wants to because right. it's like, even if the comic, the headline is dirty, they want to be dirty. Yeah, they, they don't need you yeah. to go, like, say, them trying to be as filthy as possible right. in front of them. So it's like, you should, I think uh, you should, like, you know, his job in the middle act is, like, just enjoy it and, like, have fun. Go murder. Do whatever you want to do. But, like, don't, you know, I don't know. Just do, just do great. Tell jokes. <laughs> I don't like crowd work. Like, not be like, because yeah. crowd work can change a whole room. Mm-hmm. And like, where it's like, just go do your act, dude. It's a fun spot. Do your set. <laughs> record it if you like. It's you get. It's the best. You can yeah. It's you can get so much out of it. And uh, but try to play within the concept of a show. Yeah, it as is a, a show. show. Builds and a show gets yes. stronger. And don't sabotage the headliner. Yeah, which and which the headliner is going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Don't think you like. There's you're not. I'll be fine. Right. <laughs> I'll go, I don't care what you do. I'll get out of it. Yeah. But like, it's just like yeah. It just makes it easier instead of like I don't want to have to spend like five minutes, like you know, Lion right, taming or here rough. we go, yeah. like you know what you know or something. You're just like, you know, you don't care. Like so you know. But yeah, not to try to tell anybody they can't do whatever. Do whatever you want to do. If you're gonna be dirty, just be funny. Like right. just don't be where it sounds like you're just cussing at people yeah because then that's the part where you know i always look at like me being clean is like i don't necessarily want people to you know people know i'm clean but like to me i would rather you not even know. you don't want the mc saying hey this next comic is clean. clean that's yeah. the worst yeah. thing ever worst thing you want the yeah and you want Get the audience the not down. to know yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> i think a good way is like uh you know you think of uh i mean bill burr's dirty but like i don't know if you think of bill burr's a dirty comedian you just because he's a comedian right. he's hilarious like so it's like you want to yeah. like think Gafkin's clean, but you don't always. Th- I mean, maybe not. Like the more it gets, but like Brian Regan's clean, but no one's like this is a clean comedian. It's like he's just great, right? Yeah. And so it's like there's these guys that are just like they're great, and you don't think they're not like pigeonholed into this one, yeah. you know, yeah, side of things. It's nice when you get done with the show and somebody will say to you, "Hey, I just realized you yeah. just did an yeah. hour <laughs> and you never said a swear word." Like those are the that's compliments the best. that I like to hear. Yeah, that's the best because they weren't expecting anything but they it just it dawned on the them, show yeah. for them. So and they, they don't care yeah they didn't care if you would have if you right, would have right. cussed they would have been fine with it yeah but they're just like oh i didn't you know what i don't know if you didn't say anything you yeah know? and some people and have never fun. seen a, i mean there's people have never seen a clean comedy show or yeah. a clean comic yeah. and so it does blow them away like hey i'm not supposed to like that am i you know i yeah. guess i did I, yeah, yeah. it's funny's funny yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, because they think it's like dirt, you know. Yeah, when the stuff is stuff like, yeah, it's like you know, the stuff that's like book clean or like book dirty, right? And it's to what people. But I've done dirty shows, like I've been on midnight shows that are like uncensored midnight, sh- and I go up and like, you know, I'm not. I just do my act. It's not clean, <laughs> right. but no one, knows, no one's like, well, that he one guy, dirty, yeah. that guy wasn't dirty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no, one, like, he just had more of a scowl. Yeah, yeah no yeah. one sent him an email <laughs> to, to dirty it up. Yeah, <laughs> no one pays attention. You know. No one really, can, if, you know, and the goal is to just be funny and, like, you hope that that's not your thing. You know, it's like, it doesn't need to be like you're, you know, like, mm-hmm. well, I'm, I am dirty and I have to be dirty, you know. It's like you just want to be like, I'm just a funny comic. Yeah. You talk about whatever you talk about. Yeah, funny works everywhere. Yeah. If you start labeling yourself, then it's, it, it kind of limits some yeah. things. Yeah. On, on either side of it, clean or dirty, for yeah. sure. Now, the guys you take with you or, or have booked with you sometimes – in the middle spot are those guys you like to write with and, and bounce ideas off is there any of that uh, going on off stage or? it's not a ton of that I uh, I never really like wrote with guys uh, like I you know I've thought of it and I've like uh, I remember like just trying to do some I, I don't know it's like I think I like I don't know if I it would work 
I don't. I don't know. I don't. I will. I bounce ideas, but mm-hmm. I just bounce my idea. Like off. Like I like. I but I'll call comics, and I have like who I'll call, and like you know, be like, "Hey, is this funny?" Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking to do this. So you call you, but have you heard anybody do this or like whatever? And it's a lot of comics that you, you know you can call. I got a buddy that's like just a friend from high school, and he's like an easy laugh. So if I if I want like you know <laughs> a quick win, I, yeah, if I want a quick win, yeah, yeah, I call him and he'll laugh hard like. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I've never, like, really written with, like, comics. Like, I, like, uh, I think my writing is, like, you know, I try to get better. Like, I don't I've never really written anything down. Like, I've, I've done it and tried. But, like, I, when I was in New York, you were just going up every night. So I would just always have the ideas in my head. I mean, I would put them in, like, now you do your phone. But I would write them down on a notepad or something. Like, just the general idea uh-huh. of it. Sometimes it would be just the punchline, you know, and being like, now I've got to figure out how to get to just right. whatever way. I'm going to get to that. And then I would just run it. And then you just see where you can cut stuff. You just say it. But that's what then, you've been doing from the beginning is yeah. sort of just keeping the general idea and walking up with yeah. two or three general ideas. Yeah, I mean, I've been through periods where I've written that word for word, like okay. where I've tried it. Uh-huh. And then I always, for me, like writing that word for word is like, it would just sound like I'm trying to memorize mm-hmm. right. uh, a set. And so uh, I like to be, uh, for me, it's like I just like like trying to be, like a way to be conversational is like sometimes I can change up words here and there that are words that don't matter. Like, you know, I could say like, and by the way, and then the next show I can say like, oh, by the way. Like, and just even right, that right. like rhythm of it is enough that's like can kind of throw, I don't know, if someone's yeah. heard the joke, you can throw them off a little bit or it keeps you excited or, <laughs> you know, you just figure out, I like to figure out rhythms and way to say it. Like, so I like to, you know, instead of getting to something directly, you know, like doing, I like the rhythm of like, oh, by the way, you know, yeah, that, like, you know, it's funny. Like I was going to ask musician you, part. <laughs> how would yeah. you describe your style? But you do have a, a innate rhythm kind of on stage. Yeah. And so when you got like a fresh idea, it's just kind of run that story in your head a little bit before you hit the stage, and, and then hear it on stage. Yeah, and, and just say it. Sometimes you say it like in. Uh, I mean, I'll tell it to people. You know, I'll call. You know, I might call people, or you might say it on a podcast, or you might say it somewhere else, and, and you're like, oh, maybe I'll try to say that on stage. You know, and you just explain it, and yeah, you say it in your own little way. Like I think that's why. Uh, I don't know if maybe the reason I haven't written is like I just there's I know like a little way I say it. Sometimes it's hard to explain, or it's hard to explain, and so you're like I just know my way. I'm going to say it. No, I'm going to say it. I think that's what works for you so good is like there's it's as opposed to set up punch. Here it is. It's yeah. like story, but and, and so the the punchline could be on the first beat, the third beat, the fourth yeah. beat. Like you have that rhythm where it's kind of. Be, it's going to be funny, but you don't know exactly where where, where the yeah. beat is, which also I think makes the audience pay more attention because they're like, yeah. you know, if they miss something early, they're like, I don't want to miss the next thing. Everybody <laughs> yeah. else got it but me. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's you know. It's I try a, not to be ever too far from a laugh. That's mm-hmm. my only goal. Some, I mean, I have had jokes where I could be all set up and there would be not a lot, but if there's not a lot, I know I've got to make the end like, you know, mm-hmm. like a fireworks show. Like, so... It's like if the front part's like, you know, I'm just explaining the story. I'll try to throw something that's kind of where people would go, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Like it's nothing, nothing yeah. big, but just to keep your attention. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then, then I can get past this point, which will then be like boom, 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 you know, and then just try to stay. But I, that's the old big goals. I just never try to be too far from a laugh. And then, you know, and then sometimes you tell a joke, I've had the biggest laugh will be in the front of the joke, mm-hmm. and the end is not the biggest, so I'll try to flip them. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll try to be like, how can I now, and I'm, maybe I'm telling the joke backwards. Right. So, but it's like, that's just like a different way of like telling a joke. Then you're like, all right, I'm going to just tell it this way now, and then make sure that that front is like the back, or that's sometimes where you have to lose stuff, where you don't, maybe you don't want to lose it the audience clearly <laughs> suggesting <laughs> yeah. that you that's lose That's what you're talking about, like, in terms of, like, paying attention to other comics and watching their sets and, yeah. like, find sort of finding those things out and not just letting whatever you happen to say be the end product. You know, you're, yeah. you're watching those people and trying to absorb that technique. Yeah, yeah, to figure out whatever, the, yeah. Everybody's technique is, like, their own, you know, weird way. You know, and, like, stuff's a lot more storytelling now. Like, that was, like, a big, I think, a Louis C.K., like change of like where mm-hmm. he started talking a lot of personal and that stuff so that's like seems like like what a lot of people are doing you know it's like you know there's stuff trends yeah, obviously sure. and uh so it's like yeah i don't know but yeah people are trying to be more personal now but it's like yeah it needs to be it's easy it's fun to be personal 
like it's easy like because sometimes you talk about that no one can take a joke not that they can't but like it's harder for someone to steal a joke if you know the more I'm you're in about, it the harder the more i'm in it, it where yeah. are they gonna you know it's like if i'm talking about you know I don't know, whatever I'm talking about. But, like, <laughs> my daughter, Har- you know, like, if I'm naming her, if I'm, oh, right. or whatever it is, my dad's a magician. Like, it's yeah. like, what are you going to take? You can't take that, right. you know, without being like, it's you be just, real is your dad a magician? You're like, no, I just, yeah. it's not. Don't he's have not. A father. I still have a joke father. From him. Just, yeah. <laughs> he the magically disappeared yeah. when I was seven. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. been something I said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's a, I'm a big fan of, like, you know, telling jokes only you can tell. Yeah. Like, they're, they're so, you know, ingrained in who you are in your DNA that if somebody else told it, even though the joke's well written and that's why it's getting a laugh, it's yeah. not going to work as well for them. Yeah, like where they can be. Yeah, where someone's like, ah, I just got to listen to the guy. To yeah, tell, yeah. And I think yeah. Like putting those jokes up front. I mean, if if you're opening, if you only have one of those jokes right now, like if you're a new comic and you've only got one joke that you think <laughs> only I could tell this joke, you know, you got other yeah. jokes. But if you lead off with that, I mean, you instantly separate yourself from everybody else in the show. Yeah. Because the crowd's like, whoa. Yeah. Only and that dude could get away with that. Yeah. And you start. Uh, I think I always like that when you first started, but I always like tell new comics is like I think you have to have like you gotta learn you gotta have like the thing about doing killing, you have to have five minutes it's like real good or whatever whatever it is you need like a little short set that like murders, and because you, you it is you gotta learn what that sounds mm-hmm. like you gotta learn what doing good like and doing really good sounds like, and so you're always chasing that sound, and then once you get that and then that means you get those jokes real tight and they're whatever they're they are they're in your voice and all that stuff and then you have trouble i remember having trouble following my own jokes because like these first few jokes would be so good my first five minutes would be tight and then i would go into the next one and it's like you're like a different comic (laughs) yeah and then you're like oh i gotta get these jokes like the you know but you're at least like all right you you know what you got to do you know and you just know you know, you know. Once it happens, <laughs> you do. It's yeah. not even like a thing to say, like an exact example. It's like you're just going to know, like you. But that's what you gotta. You gotta feel it. You gotta like. You know. You gotta be up there and like, just know. You know. I don't know. No. Just, that's all I'm telling you. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like, folks, you gotta know. You gotta know. <laughs> you gotta know. What's funny is like sometimes you, because you know what jokes can and can't follow other jokes, yeah. and, and there's a bunch that can go either yeah. way. I mean, yeah, yeah. a majority probably, but there's that twenty percent that. There's a really good place in your set for those to go. Yeah. And if they show up too early, then it's going to make other jokes that were good not that good. Yeah. Yeah. And whether it's just, you know, whatever it is, topic or what have you, yeah. or just the pace of it, or you got those atom bomb jokes where you're like, it's going to crush no matter yeah, where I put cr- it. Yeah. Yeah. But if you open with that, now you're in that hole that you yeah. created. But you need to do that once in a while, too, just to make that other stuff. To put yourself better. in that. Yeah. I start like, uh, because I'm lower energies, like, so I start slower. But I've learned, like, that was a thing I had to learn. Two is like you don't want to follow someone's energy. Uh, my buddy Roy Scovel, uh, like we were in. I remember doing a show with him, and uh, and he would do a southern impersonation one. He's like a very funny comic. Like mm-hmm. and like he, I remember he used to. He'd sound like me. I would tell him, I was like, "Dude, you sound like you're just making fun of me." <laughs> right. And I would like have to follow him sometimes. I'm like, "You just sound like yeah, like you're like I'm not even in the room. You're right. like I'm gonna make fun of this next guy, right. and then you make fun of me, and then." Great. But uh, I mean, he always does like he's like very improv-y when he goes up there and does a lot of stuff. It's really funny. But I remember one time t- trying to follow whatever he did. Like he just would go on stage and like look at the stool and be like, "What's this stool? What if I use this stool as a phone?" Right. Or, like do all this weird stuff, and it would murder. And then I remember I tried to do something like that once, and then it was like a, and I remember I got off stage and it was just bad. And it was like a festival we were doing. I remember another comic came up and he told me, he's like, why did you go? He's like, just why did you try to match his energy? Just go do you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I don't know why I did that. And you just learned that like, yeah, that's what it is. Like you always just, as long as you're you and like, and don't ever try to like the other yeah. person's high energy and you're not, don't be. If you're, if they're low energy and you're high energy, you go be high energy. Right. Do whatever you do because that's the only way you can follow you know and sometimes you yeah. set it up like I try to when I go on stage I'll you know like I can, I'll can, say a line I use now is like I'll say like uh, I'll start without like saying much you know just like oh boy here we go you know or like the show's probably peaked so let's just get through it <laughs> right you know like so when I'm head like little dumb whatever it's like yeah. jokes that don't matter at all right but it's like I'm trying I'm using those jokes I, so I don't have to waste any of my jokes you know yeah yeah it's like I'm just saying I'm mumbling to like just because I talk like this so yeah. it's like I'm trying to get everybody down to like 
here's where we're going to be. Right. <laughs> this is that everybody. Drop I'd rather get you to my, mm-hmm. I'd rather make you match me than me match you. Yeah. So let's calm down. <laughs> yeah. So I'll take it easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the comic part of it is like, you know what you're doing and they don't know what you're doing. Yeah. So even though they don't know, you kind of are happy that they don't. Yeah. Know. I, yeah, I know, you know where you're going to take. I have a joke. Yeah. I have a joke. I know. It's going to be cool. I can it's make planned, you laugh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not in a cocky way, but you just, I've told this joke a thousand times. I, I can one second. It's your job. I'll make all of you laugh. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I, and I love it when I see someone, it, when I've seen them, like people groan or they're like, oh God, who, what's this guy's deal? Yeah. Which blows me away because it's like, I just walked on stage, like for a person to like already write off, <laughs> which is almost maybe that's maybe I'm a good actor. If I can already make you write me off in <laughs> yeah. one sentence yeah. that you're just like, well, we've wasted money. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you see them laugh. And then sometimes you want to like be like, don't laugh. You yeah. don't deserve to laugh now. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> why did you think I was so yeah. bad? Like you didn't think like maybe just yeah. go with it yeah. for a second. You would like give someone two minutes. I know. <laughs> it's an old hacky line, but I used to love when a headliner would get up there and after like a minute go, listen, I'm not that much impressed with you guys either. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, that's cause it, hilarious. Because it was yeah. you know, but so many guys started using it. I'm like ah, yeah. Somebody whoever said that first was genius. Some of that stuff though, some of those lines are like on the road. You're like. You people, I feel you hear him so. I much. feel some of that stuff's like communal, like where yeah. it's like owned by the like community, a line, yeah. like it's like <laughs> like a line, like there was always a line um, in New York because it'd be small crowds, like oh, could do this show in a cab, right. and like everybody would kind of say it, and, and then but ben no Bailey one would, did it. huh? Then Ben Bailey, Ben Bailey did actually did. He's like, like I yeah, heard, he goes, not a bad you know idea. What? I can what monetize if we that. <laughs> We can do a show on my shower. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's uh, going to do right. that pretty soon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like, those are the lines that everybody's kind of like, you know, it's like a get me out of, you know, like, yeah, a, yeah. like it's like where no one's like, I remember one time one guy saying, that's my line, like the cab line. He like got <laughs> mad. And I was like, you should be embarrassed. <laughs> right. You're, you don't know that that's a line. Everybody, that's, that's what line. you're going to want to. Yeah. Wanna, yeah. That's around, you're going to you know? hang your hat on that line. That's yeah. going to be the Who line. ordered the tax? Is right. This guy out, is this guy kidding me right now? <laughs> right. He's doing my whole act? <laughs> yeah. Uh, who broke yeah. a window? Yeah. I wrote that one right after who ordered tax. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite of those stock lines, I guess you call them, was uh, – when somebody shows up late, can I get you anything? Yeah. Like a watch. Yeah. That's always yeah. my favorite. Yeah. That's Cause, great. Because the first half, it's, it's great misdirection. Yeah. I mean, it's a classic joke set yeah. up and punch. But, it's but you'd like, almost be funny on its own. Yeah. Can I get you anything? It's funny to even ask someone. Just, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's yeah. funny to ask someone late anyway. Can I help you? <laughs> yeah. That's, I love that. Now that now you're, um, now you, you, are you in New York? Are you here? Are you bouncing back? Um, we, yeah, we're here. you're here for the holidays and you got the family No, we bought, we, yeah, we bought a house here. And uh, so we're here. And then uh, I wasn't telling people for a while. I was trying to act like I, was gonna say, I had this. Over? Yeah, <laughs> you know? I had this mentality where I was like, I wanted to be like, I was like, because we're on the road and no one sees anybody anyway. Well, I've always thought that as long as your management was in one of the power cities, you didn't necessarily need to be. No, yeah. And I was like going off of like, yeah, I was like, no one would even know. I mean, I was on the road so much. Like, I was in New York, then I moved to LA, and then. Uh, I was on the road so much anyway that no one knew where I was at, and I would go to meetings and people would assume I live in Nashville. They don't know, you know. And so I was just like, you know what? Let's just move back. But in the course, like right when you move back, uh, I mean, I've had to be out there now more than ever. Right. Uh, so uh, we, so I go back out uh, pretty often, and uh, but you know, we at least like did the, you know, like we actually did the thing where we have a house here. And like so, it's like we have like a headquarters. Mm-hmm. Whether we have to move back out there, you know, I kind of looked at it as if I have to move back out to LA, it's going to be for uh, a good, good reason. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's like if that happens, it happens, and uh, you know, hopefully it happens. I don't know, you know. So, but this ain't a bad place to raise this a family. Is, no, no, really look, good. They're and all airports close. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, everybody's here. My agent, my agents are here. Like all the agents are here. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, a lot of celebrities are moving here. Like. So there's a like it's almost like a place to you can be here and it's like cool. It's mm-hmm. not you know you're not moving to somewhere in Kansas you know like something where it's like hard to get at. You're right. at a place that's like I mean you're lucky you know like I don't think if I was from Cleveland I don't know nothing is Cleveland but I don't know if I would have moved back to Cleveland you know right. but like if you're it's, it's in Chicago and it's an entertainment city so it's like yeah it's it's easy to kind of move back to and then you know just be like oh yeah I'm from here like, you, you know yeah. I just found out now I haven't got the backup proof on this but ace fraley lives in gallatin 
<laughs> oh yeah, from he's Kiss. Rocking, yeah, he's rocking. Isn't that crazy? Oh, wow. Yeah, and uh, I mean, there's a lot of old rockers that live here, but I had no clue yeah. that anybody yeah. from Kiss was hanging uh, out. Yeah, in the Kirk area. Curb Street. That's yeah, Kirk's here. I see. Yeah. I saw him in the airport one time. Oh yeah, he goes going through security yeah. like everybody else. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I knew it was the Red Re- the Red River Rivalry weekend yeah. in Texas in <laughs> yeah. Oklahoma. So. I hit him with the line about that. But I lived in Ohio in Columbus when he lived there. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's one of those guys he's, he's a pretend friend. Like, I, I know that guy. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know me, but yeah. I know that dude. Hey, man. Yeah. You do see a lot of people in the airport and uh, coffee shops. I mean, that that is one thing is that, like, the people here that are moving here, the celebrities and stuff, they're very accessible. Yeah. Like, the, and, and the agents and the people yeah. in, the, in yeah. the creative industry, like, they're very accessible here. I yeah. think that's why they like it because not because they're like that. Nobody really bothers them that much. Yeah, yeah. Like I was in Panera and Jack White was in there with a bunch of people. Yeah, I mean, and he's a pretty easy yeah. guy to yeah. pick yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm like that dude's just having the same salad I am. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what his pick to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you, yeah, so it's not a bad place to live. And but if you need a lot of reps to get some material ready for something, you can pop back into anywhere. Yeah, yeah. You go up you to get buddies yeah. Everywhere. If I had to go, yeah, yeah. If I have to go, like. Uh, I mean, now it's like I do the road. Now, I mean, I go out, you know, I mean, I think I've traveled, at least traveled somewhere every week this year, except maybe two or three, uh, at least like weekend, you know, mm-hmm. like Thursday, one day I was traveling. And uh, so, but if I need to go to New York, it's like, I mean, I was there for nine years, almost nine years. So if I need to run a set or if I need to figure stuff, but now it's like, I want to go on the road. Now I want to do like longer sets because I'm now learning how to do that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'm still figuring it out. So that's that intrigues me more than doing like spots. And uh, but yeah, if I have to go back to New York, I can go back to New York and you know just do run a, something. Yeah, I could do a week. You know, we used to do like 14 shows. Where I would try to average like a week there, Ooh. like two or maybe more than that, because it'd be two a night mm-hmm. on Sunday to f- Wednesday or Thursday, and then Friday, Saturdays when you would do like four. You know, right? And just bounce around. And, did you move to New York from Chicago with? Yeah, with a guy, Sven Wexler. He quit. Sven uh, Wexler with a name like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean that yeah. was that's destined yeah. for a <laughs> yeah. HBO special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In in multiple countries. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's uh he's out. No, <laughs> he quit. Now, now when he quit, you guys were sharing an apartment. Uh, yeah, we were he, sharing an apartment, and work? then I moved out, and then he kind of kept it. It was pretty interesting because when we first started, like I went and started this club called Boston Comedy Club in New York, and it's not there anymore. But I was like handing out flyers, like, uh, and just being like, "Oh, hey, I got this flyer and this blah blah whatever." And uh, he would go do like a lot of the open mics and a lot of that kind of circuit. So it was just interesting. We both kind of took two different like paths. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I kind of stayed at this one club. I would bark. Mm-hmm. It was called Barking. Mm-hmm. And I would uh, hand out flyers and I would go up every night. I mean, but I, that's where I would go up. That's where I started watching like a lot of guys. Like Judah Freelander was like coming in. His credit was like he was the hug me guy from yes. Dave Matthews Band. Yeah. Right. And Ben Bailey would always come. But this was before Ben Bailey was Ben Bailey, you know, before Cash Cab. Ben Bailey would murder. Uh, I remember him, this guy Greer Barnes, Ben Bailey, Greer Barnes, this guy Mike Yard. But like you could, those three guys would murder harder than anybody. You could just hear them if you were outside, and like you just hear like I mean just boom, and you're like wow, like and you knew it was one of it, like one of them were on stage. So it's like, but you would see all those guys, my buddies Big J or Kurt Metzger, like, Mm -hmm. and uh, so I just got to watch just the complete variety. Chappelle was coming. This was the when Chappelle was like at the end of uh, before he quit his show. So like he was coming in like. and you know going up and like so you just watched everybody like, yeah. and you got to watch them perform oh you know watch Chappelle perform in front of six people yeah like you know and uh so you it was insane and you learned i mean just to take a place like that from scratch and build up the the, the crowds i mean you're out there yeah. barking but it's a, now it's a place where those guys want to come yeah well just in, in a nutshell if somebody was going to start a room or start a, a spot for comics you know a couple things you learned from that yeah. experience that that kind of paid off. I'm sure there was lots of ups and downs and nights where you couldn't get anybody in there. Or oh yeah. Oh, at the club. Yeah. Well, that was like a club that was like that was like uh, the comedy cellar. Like it was right next to it, so it was like it was its own thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you would, uh, you know, like we had a guy that my buddy Dustin uh, Chafin, who was a huge help with. Me. He was like he ran. He was a comic, but he kind of ran the room, mm-hmm. and then he would just give us flyers, and we'd go stand on the corner and just be like, "Hey, we got a great comedy show, or whatever." And you would just, I mean, that's all you would do. I was a terrible barker. like, But, like, that's all you would do is, like, you know, <laughs> other guys would walk with them and, like, you know, walk right. with people and, like, be real salesmen, you know. Yeah. And then, like, try to talk them in or get them in. And uh, 
you know, some people would come, some people don't come. I remember Chappelle. We, like, anytime Chappelle came in, we would sometimes be like, Chappelle's on stage if y'all want to go for free. So you could see it go from, like, five people to 80 oh, in wow. less than five minutes. Wow. And, you know, because just anybody walking by is like, what? And then I remember one time uh, these people came and – we were like Dave Chappelle's on stage and then they were like I don't believe you and they were standing in front of the door and you had to walk up like four stairs and then there was another door to the showroom and we're like why would I like why would we lie to you about right. this which I mean by the way they do lie to you right. like, and if you go if you hear uh, Jerry yeah. Seinfeld's gonna be at New York Comedy Club he is not uh but uh, I was like weird, like it's free. Just go stand at the window. If yeah. he's not there, then turn around and go right. home. Yeah. And then they were just were like, no, nope, I'm not falling oh, for it, and man. left. Been in New York like, too long. Yeah, been in too <laughs> you're like, too long that you're ruining it. You're like you're yeah. already you're too yeah. bitter yeah. that you <laughs> right. won't walk up four steps to go watch Chappelle. And they, it, yeah. like they wanted to. Yeah. It's not like they didn't want to see Chappelle. They just didn't believe. I don't know what they thought we were going to do. That's uh, funny. That is yeah. great. Let me ask you about how how you hit it off with Fallon. I know you opened up for him on the road, yeah, doing some gigs, yeah. But um, you know what led to that, or how did you get that relationship? Uh, he saw me as a very random uh, being at this club called the Stand in New York, and I already moved to LA. This is like 2012, and uh, we moved to LA in like I want to say like uh, Hurricane Sandy is literally we left mm-hmm. the day that came, so whenever that was in 2012 like October or something and uh, we left and then I came back to New York because you'd always do New Year's Eve shows in New York and uh, so I was going to do like the last time I was going to do those so I came back and then we go to this club the stand uh, Fallon randomly he like lives around there and like randomly came in and then I talked to him like we were we were downstairs before the show started and he walked in to just like check it out and then uh we ended up sitting downstairs like talking with him as the crowd was getting filled in and I was just on the show and like he's loves Nashville Zanies like he would always mm-hmm. come here he's good friends with Dorfman and like so we were talking about Nashville and, and then, he, then he was like oh I'm gonna stay and watch the show and he stayed and watched the show and then like everybody went on and I was like the last guy and then I went on and then uh, it was a like, good and then he left and then I just thought I didn't think anything about it I honestly thought Oh, it's cool. I met found like you know because right. like, you would see the guys like that. So it's yeah. like you went. I wasn't expecting like to be like, what are you going to do for him? You know, <laughs> right. you're just like, oh, that's a cool, dude. He was a cool dude, and uh, didn't hear anything. Went back to L.A. Uh, and then I think I like I did Conan. The day after I did Conan, uh, I got an offer to do late night with Fallon, and I couldn't. You have to wait like six months. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then the next day they called, and I ended up like developing a show with Fountain. Like the next day they called and wanted to do that, so it was like just like like it was all like crazy. And then uh, I went back to New York. He came out to see me at Gotham Comedy Club, and uh, it was like an amazing crowd. It was like I would say that crowd. It was like they knew how important that show was to me. Like that's how <laughs> good they were. Right. Just oh, ran. I nice. mean, they were so good, and it was just. And he came and watched. And then I, that's led to, like, now all the times I've been on the show. And uh, and then we developed two shows with him, like sitcoms, you know, like like uh, trying to be like Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. And those two didn't work out. Uh, so I'm not doing that again with him. But I've done the show. So but that's where we're at. And then, he, then they did a tour, like, when he was changing uh, from Late Night to Tonight Show. Right, he had a downtime. He had, uh, yeah, and he would want to go. Well, he was having to go on the road to, like, go do lo- lo- local mm-hmm. news stuff to be like, hey, watch me on the Tonight right. Show. And so he would do – he was like – he wanted to do some stand-up. So we got, like, three other guys uh, on the show. And then, uh, and then we went and did that. And, I mean, it's been – you know, it's been unbelievable. He's changed, you know, changed everything for me. And uh, it was a huge, like, you know, and even developing those shows, they didn't go anywhere. It's like, I mean, I learned a lot about, like, trying to make a show. Mm-hmm. Like, we never got to shoot a pilot or anything, but, like, just writing the script and pitching a show is, like, a whole thing. And, like, <laughs> uh, I mean, I pitched with him at in NBC, which was, like, you know, I mean, I was like so nervous because it's like NBC, it's like sign, you know, like Seinfeld. Sein- yeah, it's, it's just thing, like yeah. Seinfeld. <laughs> like it's like it's basically kind of it's almost exactly like that's just an easy way to think of it. But it is like Seinfeld. Yeah. We didn't get to shoot the pilot, but like writing the script, but like sitting there with like NBC and like you know, then found you know, found's like next to you know. <laughs> I would always say that, and I would somehow try to get in every NBC pitched. Like, I would just say, like, this is the show. Because they would say that, because George would say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seinfeld, this is the show. This is yeah. the show. This is. Yeah. 
What do you mean? This is the this show. Is, this is the show. <laughs> yeah. Why are people watching it? Because it's on TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, right. They gotta watch something. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. But awesome. <clears throat> that it was a uh, yeah. So uh, that's where all that came from. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it just was like a random, <clears throat> a very random. You know, and you were hoping the show was gonna work, but like, who knows whatever happened in the future? But <clears throat> it just—it's not. You know, I don't know. It was just the whole experience of it was unbelievable. Like it was, you know. Well, you know. Th- Everything <clears throat> seems random, you know, those yeah. connections where you bump into people or whatever. But there it's not random yeah. that you were doing a show that night. It's not random that you, you know, yeah. are out you hitting the stage. In, and it's not yeah. random that you did the work on all your other shows yeah, that leading led up, to, up to be yeah. good and knowing how to handle the show when it did count, you yeah. know. No, that's where uh yeah, and that was the and that's the thing is like, I mean, you know, I remember like when we were talking about all of this, and it is—it's that. It's like if you're like in places, you never know who's going to come in. So it's like you just, yeah, you always try to get better, and you—it's not like you're ever expecting anything because you don't. Because ninety-nine percent of the shows you will do, no one's going to ever remember that you did them, or no one cares. And about you know, it's the audience. At least ninety percent of the stuff people tell you tell you they're going to do for you never. Yeah, that, never happened either. Yeah. Oh man, even getting the video. Million, the gig, you know, there's a million. Uh, of those. There's a million things yeah. where like so how many kinda, shows I could be doing right now <laughs> if these people would follow through. I know. So uh, you, you just had that filter of hey, if something happens, great. I'm just going to keep. Yeah. Only the only thing you control is what you write, what you say, and how you say it. Yeah. yeah. Everything else happens off of that. So if you're not doing those three things forget it you just try to keep getting better that's like steve martin's thing is like get undeniable like, yeah i love that quote that's like, the that's how you should yeah that's I don't how make you do it in show business. be so good they can't ignore you yeah, yeah. that's all <laughs> you can undeniable. do is like you just try to be undeniable and just keep going forward and like you know and you know, stuff changes i mean i thought doing this stuff with fallon trying to be that tv show like i thought we there's no way they're not going to make this tv show like he's taking over the site he's so important to right. nbc mm-hmm. i'm the only thing he wants to take no way it's, they're going to right. say no they said no we didn't make it so it's like you think like this is my only chance this is my whatever and it's you know we did another one next season you know we're still moving forward you know it's like whatever it's right. like it's a process it's a process and you just learn like you know it's like stuff's a career I was just listening to someone talk about That's that a good point. like it's like you're uh, I think John Mulaney like in an article he was talking about like it's a career it's like you know like uh something good like because his sitcom like did not do well but he was like saying that like uh martin shorts on his and he was like 98 percent of your stuff is going to be terrible it's like <laughs> and that's what it is everybody's you know everybody has one movie that's yeah. like good or like whatever you know so it's like it's a career it's a it's a longevity it's like that's what you're building for it's not this you got this one shot if someone's funny they're, I think they're going to get a More shot at something, yeah, like yeah. you know. And if some and some guys that don't, sometimes you can see why they, there's a reason. Mm-hmm. The guy's in the worst, you know, or he's <laughs> right. very he's a jerk. Like he's you can pinpoint to why this guy did not get to do it because no one wanted to work with that guy. Yeah, like, yeah you I know. Mean, don't underestimate just being cordial and likable and a human. Yes, I mean because there's a, <laughs> I mean there's a, I know a million guys that their break didn't happen just because of them. Oh. Yeah, and it's uh, undeniably talented, but you got to work way. with that guy. Yeah, you don't want. To. Yeah, why would I want to work with that guy? Like that, guy. because those guys see a million of you. Yeah. Like you know, like you're just like, well, I'm this guy. That's you don't have me, and they're like, I got a room full of yous. Yeah, like yeah. that's. But that's the one good thing about standups. I think standups we do stand out like more. Like instead of like being an actor, where it is like you're just like a type. But it's still even in standup is like no matter how funny you think you are. There's another guy that's just There's as fun that I can yeah. like. Yeah. That's the same. Yeah. Like so, it's like you're not. You know, we're trying to. You're chasing a dream, like so. You not no one's owed anything. So you yeah. just yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. no entitlement. I mean, that, once you get that attitude, nothing happens ever again for you. Yeah, yeah. You, know? you deserve. Yeah, you'll just be bitter on the road and uh, <laughs> yelling at really your feature. Really selling this yeah. career to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, being bitter is fun for a little while. Yeah. Oh, you, you got to be bitter. I mean, oh. you got to complain. I'm a yeah. big like thing. I've always that's my complaining thing. You should always complain. But who you complain to? Like you always have your <laughs> friends. You have your close friends that you can at anybody that gets anything. You'll be like, "How that guy? Are you serious? That guy got that?" But then you gotta that, like yeah. stop that. Like you can't let it get too far out because then you're the guy that complains about everybody. Yeah. Right. But everybody has that. You're not gonna not think that. You can't like be delusional and yeah. act like you don't. You're not competitive at all. But just have your close friends that you can like complain to, and, and then stop. 
<laughs> and then stop. Yeah. And then they complain, and yeah. you complain, you can trash whoever you want to trash. Yeah. That's the best thing on the road. If you go on the road with a comic, I would always love to see from when I picked them up to see how long it would take before you would start Com- trashing comedians. <laughs> oh, no. Like you could just, it's not a bad way. It's yeah. just like natural, but you could just be, you're filling each other out. Sure. You're like, what do you think of this guy? And he's like, oh. And you'd have to be like, ah, that guy's a good friend of mine. You're like, all right, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, and then you throw in another guy yeah. <laughs> until you can finally meet on one person. Like, and oh, you can be like, all right. Yeah. The door's open. Go. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I know you, you're home, so you got some things going on probably today. Uh, you're going to be at Zanies. If, we got a lot of people listening to the show near Nashville. Yeah. So Thanksgiving week starting? No, on, no, before. 19th to 21st. 19th yeah, to 21st? Uh, yeah, 19th to 21st. Yeah, Ch- yep. Check that 22nd, out. 22nd, 19th, 22nd. An extra day even. Extra yeah. day. Yeah. Guys, I just added an extra Guys, right just now. for you. <laughs> yeah, right now. If you call in right now, I'll add an extra day, the 22nd. And for, uh, and for the first minute of that show, he's going to look at you with a score. Yeah. It's going to start yeah. with, this show's going to, you're going to hear me. <laughs> probably say that uh <laughs> keith alberstadt's on it too yeah you know, keith's a great guy we need oh, to get cool. him on the on the podcast yeah. too yeah. he's got a, gr- a ton of great experiences just like yourself uh one thing i want to throw out there too if you're listening now on saturday of this weekend it's the uh whatever day saturday is 15th i think that's sunday mm-hmm. okay the 14th, 14th. Yeah. i'll be at the franklin theater with johnny w oh, yes. and johnny's recording a dvd and yeah. perhaps i will be too it just depends yeah uh, the cameras yeah. are rolling so i'll grab Might all that well, footage yeah, yeah. And that's a great room too i was gonna ask you real quick about that it. room because yeah. i know you did a show there yeah. and unbelievable those people are great uh it's set up nice like uh it's that's like an awesome i i don't think i've ever really been like i've been to franklin but like i mean i you know i've lived here my whole life so i haven't been back in a long time and it's like just such a like like a cute, I guess the word. But like, almost like a boutique, town. A boutique yeah, it's theater. like really nice National and like through the money at that yeah. little street. Yeah, and then said like, here you go, here's and everything you, you want. Walk around, you can go eat. Yeah. Like people are like, you know, like everybody. There's a good restaurant right across the street. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah go down there and like, it's a fun it's night. A neighborhood You're town. Fun. That neighborhood town. Cool. Yeah, and then see you and Johnny will be perfect. Yeah, to the night. yeah. You guys come out. There's a five o'clock show and there's an eight o'clock show. Tickets for the eight o'clock show I know are ten bucks. Yeah. The earlier show, the prices may vary, but it's the Franklin Theater in Tennessee. I'd love for you to guys come out. Anybody that listens to the podcast that comes out, I'll give you my new CD for free. Either download it or walk Look off with it. Already getting so uh, <laughs> pop on out and let's pack the house so Johnny gets a good DVD. Nate, thanks for coming in today, Pleasure. brother. Thank you, man. Good to see yeah. you. Thanks, Gavin. All right. Thanks for listening to the School of Laughs podcast. If you'd like to hear more School of Laughs podcasts, you can find them on iTunes and Stitcher.com. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. For information on upcoming live and online classes, visit SchoolofLaughs.com. Until next time, stay tuned, stay focused, and stay funny.